welcome to the First Lutheran Church located at 512 South Kale Avenue in Miles City with pastoral services provided by Pastor Steve Rice. The Holy Gospel according to Luke the 18th chapter. Luke writes, Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray one a Pharisee, and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. People were bringing even infants to him that he might touch them. And when the disciples saw it, they sternly ordered them not to do it. But Jesus called for them and said, Let the little children come to me and do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Thank you for joining this morning in this opportunity to uh, recognize the, our preschool ministry, to hear from the uh, from some of the children uh, as we uh, move now into uh, the Thanksgiving season uh, coming up very soon. And then uh, with the beginning of Advent, and I commend to you our food bank uh, collection there, we have a very good start, and, uh, but we have uh, large ambitions for that. We would like to be able to uh, deliver a ton of food to the food bank again this year as we did last. Uh, and it will be the children who do the transporting and, in fact, the purchasing. If you make a, a, a donation to that fund, uh, the children both purchase and then transport the food over to the food bank on our behalf. Good experience for them. Certainly benefits those who receive uh, receive that. Also want to invite you or those listening to a, uh, uh, an opportunity to, uh, uh, to hear from Pastor David Baer. He is the area dean for the North American Lutheran Church. He'll be here next Saturday, the 23rd of November, a couple of hours. I know we have a big football game coming up that day uh, from 10 to noon so that we could just meet and greet one another as we uh, uh, grow in our relationship with that uh, uh, that new Lutheran body, and uh, so I commend that to you. 
Um, and as we move then from Thanksgiving on into Advent, Christmas will be six days closer than it was to Thanksgiving this year than last. But as we were uh, not so long ago uh, entertaining trick-or-treaters at our house, uh, one of the parents said, hey, do you know I remember something? And they shared a thought with me, a recollection that I frankly had, had slipped my mind, but which upon remembering uh, brought a smile. It was some number of years ago now here in the church. And on Christmas Eve, that time of scripture and hymns and music to celebrate Jesus' birth had, had just concluded. And the worshipers were bundling up and filing out into the December darkness and I was standing at the door I still wearing my vestments and as each left the church I tried to offer a greeting a blessed Christmas to you or Merry Christmas to you and I noticed one child in particular was in the line uh, and uh, waiting patiently and and with her family and came up uh, and so I bent over and took his small hand, and as he sized me up, uh, I wished him a Merry Christmas. To which, summoning all the gravitas that someone three feet tall and weighs 45 pounds at about age seven or eight could muster, looked at me and said, and a happy birthday to you too. <laughs> Indeed, uh, every child a source of joy. Uh, and a joy that uh, to see them, to hear them uh, through the church uh, during the week as part of the preschool or also after school program that serves 50, 60 children, I'm guessing here on a weekly basis. And um, among the many learning readiness concepts that are taught in our preschool, we like to speak of ourselves as a um, a faith formation and learning readiness program. Among the learning readiness concepts that are taught in the preschool is the concept of opposites. Okay, opposites for children, learning opposites. Increases vocabulary skills for children and it expands their critical thinking skills. Okay, how to think. Children learn up, down. Children learn happy, sad, big and little, hot and cold. And to them, it's a discovery. Whereas to our adult minds, um, we process opposites very quickly, but I don't know that we always apply what we process as well. And so I asked you, did you notice the opposites in the gospel lesson just read? Jesus employed opposites in today's gospel lesson not so much um, opposite words, but opposite in concepts to teach and to expand the understanding of the kingdom of God. His parable that he told employed two groups of people who were opposites. Those who trusted themselves and regarded others with contempt, Luke has written. And then there were those who, those so small, that they thought they believed themselves perhaps to be spiritually invisible even to God. And to illustrate, Jesus identified then in his parable two men who went to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. 
utter opposites in outward piety and righteousness of their day. The confident Pharisee was praying, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people. Okay, He was quick to pray and ready to name a list of his inferiors. The Pharisee went so far as to even identify that tax collector in the presence of the, in the temple with him. Now, by contrast, the tax collector, Jesus said, was in a very different place, unwilling to even draw near, to approach. He averted his eyes, beat his breast, and could barely choke out the words, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, opposites. But which left the temple justified in God's sight? Jesus said it was the tax collector rather than the Pharisee, explaining that in the economy of God, and I quote, all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. Now notice how Luke stacked this parable. I think there's intentionality on Luke's part. He did this for a reason. Notice how Luke stacked that parable atop the next scene, wherein people were bringing infants, babes in arms, and children to Jesus, only to be intercepted by the disciples, <laughs> and the disciples saying, no, 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 you must not bother the teacher. Parents with babes in arms, desperate to do what good they could for their children. And the disciples themselves so close to Jesus. The disciples took it upon themselves to, again in Luke's words, sternly order that the little ones and their parents leave Jesus alone. The disciples would manage who had access to the Lord. The disciples were then acting like the Pharisee in the temple. But Jesus would have none of it. Let the little children come to me and do not stop them, Jesus insisted. These, the most vulnerable, the most humble, the most dependent, were in God's eyes the very model of those closest to God's own heart. Then Jesus taught. He uses this occasion to teach his disciples, saying, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. The humble and the repentant are always nearer to God's heart than the self-righteous and the strong. The kingdom of God is not merit-based. Why? Because the only righteousness that wins the kingdom is Christ's own righteousness. The opposite, I know, of what our minds, like the Pharisees, might suggest. And now you know why the church proclaims Jesus Christ and him crucified. Foolishness and folly, Paul would say, 
to those who are perishing, but uh, to those who are saved. The wisdom of God. That is why we celebrate the God who comes to us. The God who comes to us in word and sacraments. Rather than the God that we somehow deserve to see or earn through our own merit. Such an approach would make us, leave us, in the Pharisees' position today. That would be like the disciples controlling access to God's grace. Now, St. Francis of Assisi saw the beauty of these things in opposition, these opposites, really well. And you can see it in the prayer attributed to him. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Many of you know the words. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Opposites, a very good concept to teach to preschool children. We have mastered it, who are adults, but sometimes struggle to apply it. Just what we tax collectors and little children alike need to hear this day. We teach this to the preschool children even as we learn it better ourselves. So that together, we might better understand God's mysterious and divine will which is made known to us through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this production of the First Lutheran Church. We welcome you to visit us in person at 512 Kale Avenue. You can also find us on Facebook at First Lutheran Church, Miles City, Montana, and email us at flc at midrivers.com.